social media guilt trips. So guilt trips have been used throughout history as a way of controlling other people. If you can make someone feel guilty about what they're doing so that they want to then change their behavior to suit you, then you've done a pretty wonderful manipulation. And so the church has guilt-tripped people into going to church or to doing certain practices. Governments have guilt-tripped their, their people into acting in certain ways so they feel bad if they don't do it. Guilt-tripping is a very dark but extremely powerful method. And the dictionary definition is an experience of feeling guilty about something, especially when such guilt is excessive, self-indulgent and unfounded. And it's to make someone feel guilty, especially in order to induce them to do something. And so how does social media guilt trip us? Because remember, we've talked about this in other sessions. Social media and, and these weaponized tech is triggering the negativity within us in order to control us. And so guilt trips is just one way of controlling. They have the whole book of control and this is one of many. So when you consider not using social media as I have done and as I'm going to encourage you to do as well, when you actually get away from it, you will probably feel guilty. Yeah, if I just just tune into this now. Imagine abandoning Facebook, social media and email right and making yourself unavailable yeah because remember you don't have to be on any of these things these are all just op opportunities you're not obliged to do anything yeah just because they're available doesn't mean you have to use them so just imagine you don't use social media or email at all just just say for two months how do you feel about that Many people say they feel guilty, they feel selfish, they feel that they would be considered uncaring or outcast or strange or eccentric or most likely just simply selfish. So the idea of not using these technologies to serve big companies makes us feel in ourselves creating a feeling of guilt and unease, disease. And so when I announced that I was no longer going to use Facebook because I considered it harmful and time-wasting, I was met with, on one hand, appreciation and gratitude for those who felt the same. And perhaps you're one of those people who appreciates that and goes, yep, good for you. I understand the benefit of this and you know that's absolutely needed. The people who really kind of understood... They gave me a sense of blessings and shared my sentiment and encouraged me and thought, that's wonderful. But on the other hand, I was also met with a lot of resistance and the usual arguments. It's not Facebook that's the problem, it's how you use it that's the problem. Translation, Michael, you are the problem, not me or Facebook. Thank you very much. How dare you? Yeah, so there's a lot of this sort of prodding like, 
all right well if you try and stop doing it then you're the problem don't tell me about it i could feel it and i could i also received messages like this other people shared a more straightforward response okay well we'll miss you i'm sad to hear that i hope you'll be back soon one person even went so far as to say i don't know how i'll manage without you please don't do it oh why oh why many people say why are you doing that what happened did something go wrong and so there's this human response to when you're about to lose something to want to kind of bring it back. But the overriding response I got was essentially, we'll miss you, we love you, please come back. Which, of course, you know, touches the heart. Yeah. And it's very hard not to be affected by that kind of response. And even when you go to disable your account if you go into facebook and you go to deactivate so your facebook profile is unavailable facebook tries to guilt trip you and not just guilt trip you but also lure you in with so this person will miss you this person will miss you that you have a whole bunch of pictures and underneath it says they're going to miss you they're going to miss you they're going to miss you so they're using this thing oh please don't go we'll miss you we'll miss you we'll miss you and this, of course, touches our hearts and makes us feel very concerned about what we're doing. And so our human urge to remain connected to others is very, very powerful. And so you might think, well, well, surely you should just use it then. I mean, what's the problem here? Like, why are we even talking about this? Well, because you have to remember Facebook is using us to create the raw material for free that they then sell to other companies. Our behavior on Facebook, what we share, what we post, what we like, is used to sell to other companies and to sell to advertisers. So Facebook is making us feel guilty for human reasons that make sense to us but they're not doing it for our benefit because Facebook is, like we've talked about, has made makes people depressed, it makes them addicted, it wastes their time. Facebook's not doing it out of benevolence and compassion. They want us to stay addicted to Facebook for their own selfish purposes. So let's be very, very clear about this. Facebook is a big company, right? And if Facebook was called a different name, it would perhaps be called Poserbook or Digital Crack in the Form of Likes or perhaps Big Corp Social Ranking Company and Data Collection Reseller. So do you want to see that post on Big Corp Social Ranking Company and Data Collection Reseller? Yeah, don't leave Big Corp Ranking System. What's your rank on Big Corp? Yeah, it's we have to get our head around what this thing actually is. This is big corp data surveillance ranking system. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not this pleasant little thing that it makes out to be. So Facebook guilt trips us when we try and leave, and the users on Facebook also coming from their own sort of attachment and desire to connect which on some sense is loving and sweet, and on the other sense is it's just people want to connect with each other for their own selfish reasons, so there's both sides to it. But both sides, Facebook trying to trap us and other people wanting us to be there, who's benefiting from this? Facebook benefits. 
we're wasting our time. The people who are upset about us leaving Facebook, why don't they give us a call? Like I've got a landline phone right next to me now. I'm holding it in my hand. These people on Facebook who say they miss me, they could call me. I mean, not everyone has my phone number, admittedly, but some people do, right? I'm here to receive calls from certain people, right? And I'm happy to talk to people, but there's no need for us to be constantly plugged in to this thing. And so Facebook actively uses this psychology to guilt trip us into feeling that we're bad people, that we're making a harsh and selfish decision to pull the plug on all these lovely people who'll miss us. The essential message we get when we try and get away is shame on you, you selfish monster for abandoning your friends. You really are scum. But are we actually self-centered scum if we want to stop using social media platforms? Just because we're not using social media, does it actually mean we are selfish scumbags? Are we really evil, bad, uncaring people? Are we really being antisocial by not engaging in this new form of entertainment? Can you connect with other people without using social media? Are you a monster unless you work for Facebook for free, giving them the information they need to make billions and billions of dollars? So Facebook is actively using our innate human motivations to trap us into using a system that only mimics real relationships. So we are, in essence, being guilt-tripped for not playing a video game and not watching TV or not watching a newspaper. That's really what it is. Facebook is akin to a gambling and entertainment. Facebook really is gambling and entertainment. It's not a real social circle that it pretends to be. So we're buying into the idea that it's a real thing when actually it's not. We're buying into the idea that it's benefiting us when actually it's benefiting them. And so when you cancel Facebook, it's essentially the same as not going to a casino or not going to a movie theater or choosing another store to shop at or another book to read. Yet Facebook is just a form of entertainment. And yet, instead of it being seen as just one of many forms of entertainment, it is being treated and perceived, perceived by others that leaving Facebook is the same as moving to another country and never seeing your friends again. Yeah, that, that it's created this social bond on some warped level that doesn't satisfy our need for connection. And yet it is seen as a genuine thing. That's the kind of twisted psychology that's going on. But when we remember that Facebook is really just an addictive form of entertainment, then the guilt trips of leaving it appear comical. Yeah, Can you imagine a grocery store guilt tripping you for not coming to their shop more often to see your friends who happen to be there? Can you imagine a movie theater putting the pressure on you to come back daily to watch a film or your friends will think you don't care? Yeah, Facebook takes our social programming and uses it against us 
to get what it wants, which is more engagement and addiction, and it uses other people as pawns to enforce its own objectives. And this all happens without the awareness of most users who are like cogs in a machine who don't realize what they're doing. So we're being manipulated by a big company who uses social methods, social tactics, human tendencies and other people as pawns to trap each other. It's like the crabs in the bucket. When one tries to leave, the others pull it back.